Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation! Let's go! Friday vibes at the DMVR bar? Big Friday vibes. Day Sun's two. out. Beautiful day. And day two of the NFL draft. And day two of the NFL draft. If you hung with us last night, we'll see you again tonight. Pretty much right after this show wraps, we'll be uh, heading yep. up to Studio B to uh, to get rolling. Yep. Let's make it happen. We are DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 36 p.m. every single day. Jake, RK here. What's up, guys? What's going on? Um, well, everyone's talking about it right now, and that's yep. where we're going to start today. Shane Hooks. Uh, we've talked about this guy quite a bit on this show. We talked about him a lot the last few weeks. He committed to Ole Miss. Now he's decommitting. He's off the hook. <laughs> so you got to get him on the hook. <laughs> yeah. um, man, I don't know. I mean, they've been wanting a big receiver. He's six foot five. Seems to make perfect sense. It always did. Yep. I don't know what ended up happening in terms of committing to Ole Miss and decommitting so quickly. But, man, this would, uh, to me, fill a big need. And it, it, it almost got exacerbated a little bit with uh, Montana going out. Right. You know, obviously he was only 6'2", but he was, of all of the players, probably the possession guy. Yeah. So go get Shane Hooks. Wrap this thing up and uh, and get a super productive player. Led the led the Tigers in catches, yards, and touchdowns last season. Yep, leading receiver in all categories. Trip, uh, the triple crown, as they call it. Yes, exactly. Um, so we'll see. I mean, he had another few schools in the mix. Um, he was a senior last year, so I'm assuming he's a graduate transfer for this year, which is why I guess he's kind of able to just kind of flip-flop and really do whatever he wants at this point. Um, but another Florida kid, of course, too. We'll talk about a lot of Florida guys today, by yeah. the way. Um, but, yeah, Shane Hooks, I, I guess, back on the table. And I didn't realize, I know, again, kind of a polarizing figure uh, amongst our viewers, Malachi Weidman is also 6'5". Mm -hmm. Faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tempting, man. It's tempting. Malachi Weidman is a... He's a freak, man. If he could just, you know, keep his off-field stuff together, yep. maybe. I mean, there's no one I would trust more to, um, you know, be the steering figure for him than Coach Prime. But mm -hmm. obviously, you know, that this is, they, he still had some things kind of come up for him when he, when he was with Coach Prime. Yes, he did. We'll find out. Um, Willie Gaines spoke to Brian Howell. One of the newer uh, receivers, former JSU receiver. Yep. Speed. Um, tons of speed. 
He said uh, he's just really excited to play. Favorite thing about Coach Prime is his, that he allows you to play true to your potential every game and in practice. He pushes you hard. And he tells you, uh, go out there, play, and be you. Um, of course, loves having Shador at quarterback. Says he's taught him a lot on and off the field, uh, watching extra film, uh, reading the defense, and his leadership ability. Uh, Willie Gaines also. 3.5 GPA kid. Ooh, let's Apparently, go, Pretty Willie. smart, yeah. Um, but he said that he thinks he can play at this level. Uh, when asked, I guess, quote like is... Willie grades. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm very excited for the new opportunity because it was a dream to play at this level since I was younger when I was about four years old. I know with my type of play, I can play in the Pac-12. He grew up an Oregon fan. Ooh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. He's fast, right? Yep. So, you know, 10 years ago <laughs> when he was a kid... And DeAnthony Thomas. Yeah, and I mean, it's all, all those guys. Those guys. Uh, Michael James. Oh, yeah. That, that Those teams were crazy. They were a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, former Oregon Duck and former Florida State Seminole, mm. Micah Pittman, has entered the portal. Is he related to... Yes. Okay. He is Michael Pittman's son and Michael Pittman Jr.'s brother. Okay. All right. Yep. We love bloodlines in Boulder. Uh, yes, we do. So he was a pretty highly touted recruit <coughs> back in 2019. 94th overall player, 15th overall wide receiver in the 2019 class. Ended up committing to Oregon. I believe he was there for two years. Mm -hmm. And then he transferred uh, to Florida State where he was last year. He now reenters the portal. Um, I don't think he was quite... Blessed with the amount of size that uh, his brother has, but mm -hmm. 5'11", 200. Mm -hmm. Kind of, um, th I like that build for wide receivers. Mm -hmm. That's like the, almost like a power wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not not tall, but you get that kind of bowling ball action going over the middle and whatnot. Mm -hmm. That's a good point by Nicholas there. You got to realize Coach Prime was offering spots he didn't have. Now Hooks knows he has space too. Huh. Hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. There's all sorts of space. There is. Coach Prime even said, uh, did you see the video of him kind of promoting the walk-on tryouts? Oh, yeah. And he's like, we got plenty of scholarships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come and get them, man. Um, in college, Micah Pittman hasn't really produced much. I don't know if he's... We're kind of just going off name at this point. Mm -hmm. But at Oregon, so from 2019, 2021, I mean, he's, he's clearly got something right to go from Oregon to Florida State like in terms of um traits right for sure but only 38 receptions 547 yards and two touchdowns in his time at Oregon and then pull up last year's stats 32 receptions 330 yards three touchdowns so okay okay We'll see. We will see. I mean, um, it is ahead. fun watching the Florida State fans just melt down yeah. every time we get one of their, their former players. This one uh, seems like a lock. Omarion Cooper. Yeah. He has just entered the portal. Um, sophomore. Was this yesterday we were talking about this? Yep, yesterday he Dude, entered. these days, they're all... I, that feels like a week ago to I me. know, man. It's insane. Uh, this guy was a 2021 four-star recruit, so not even that long ago. Yep. 
289th play overall, 23rd overall cornerback, six foot 186. Actually, that's his recruiting profile, six foot 188 now. Okay. Um, but went to Lehigh Senior in Lehigh Acres, Florida, which is right outside of Fort Myers, Florida. Mm-hmm. And the coach of Lehigh Senior, the head coach, when O'Marion Cooper was there, was James Cheney, ah. who is now the director of player development at Isn't Colorado. Isn't that something? Yep. And he quickly acknowledged that mm-hmm. on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, that was actually an old tweet that people dug up. That's what that oh, was. Oh, why would? Eh, whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he was the he was the MVP mm-hmm. at Coach Prime's camp, mm-hmm. high school camp. Like an Under Armour sponsored camp, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. MVP. Mm-hmm. So Coach Prime knows him. Coach Cheney knows him. This one feels like it's all uh, all the stars are aligning. Yep. Uh, pretty much all but official. His high school scouting report. So back from 2020, his pro comp was Carlton Davis. Mm. Pretty good player. Yeah, great player. Um, so we'll see. Last year. Played in 12 games, had four starts, 14 tackles, one interception, one forced fumble. Um, got his interception against Boston College, I think it seems. So, Zay Flowers, maybe? Okay. He has half as many uh, interceptions on his own <laughs> than all of the corners who transferred out. And, Combined. Uh, yes, and it was his second year in college, yep, yep. and he only started four games. <laughs> yeah. And I like the size for sure. Yes. And just, I mean, yeah. It is crazy just on the Florida State transfer thing. The rate or the vigor in which Florida State fans are rooting against Coach Prime. Oh, yeah. It Like, I talk about how unhinged they are all the time. I don't think anything can illuminate how unhinged they really are than cheering against the best player in their program's history. <laughs> Legitimately. Like, yeah. I saw, I think it was Go Buffs 22 on Twitter who said, like, could you imagine if Buffs fans were rooting this hard against Ryan Walters? Mm-hmm. First of all, Buffs fans are rooting for Ryan Walters. You know, I'm sure there'll be a time where we get in a recruiting battle with him and lose. And actually, we there was a guy on campus this last week who committed to Purdue. No one said, like, was like cursing Ryan Walters' name and saying they hope that they like unretire his number even <laughs> though his number is not retired which brings me to my next point Ryan Walters isn't even like the top 100 CU players of all time mm-hmm. no disrespect to him he was a good player um but it is insane those people are insane they're a different breed down there <laughs> man they are uh very passionate and i can only hope that Coach Prime sees it and thinks like, nah, I actually don't ever want to go to FSU. Yeah, like he has to see that and think, you know what? I don't really miss this. Yeah, right. I hope. I mean, because obviously that would, in if you were putting a power rankings of places Coach Prime is most likely to leave for, the natural reaction would be to say they're number one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I I just some, some part of me believes he doesn't even see it. Um, part of me hopes for some reason he does and just sees how crazy those people are. Uh, he has to be aware of it. People have to tell him, like, you know, hey, man, these people back home are just going crazy over what you're yeah. doing in Colorado. But he probably knows them as well as anyone, and if he went there, then it would just be straight warship all right. over again. Yeah, probably. Um, next guy, not a Florida kid, a Denver kid. Yeah. Former Missouri Missouri defensive lineman Arden Walker enters the portal. 
This guy was a 2021 three-star, a high three-star, 592nd player, 72nd D-line. He is now listed at 6'2", 252. As I said, from Denver. Went to Cherry Creek. Yep. Yep. Um, One of those guys that I've talked about where it's just like, you just need dudes. Mm -hmm. And a dude who is playing, albeit not a lot, in the SEC is a massive upgrade. I'll I'll be saying this every day. Over the guys who weren't playing at Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, so looks like 2021, his first year in college was a red shirt year. Yep. Only appeared in four games. And then last year, saw action in all 12 games. Uh, started. Why did they do this like this? I think he started twice. And then, I don't know. Missouri's got to figure out their page here. What do you have? Two sacks or something? Yes, one and a half tackles for a loss, uh, six total tackles. That's it. Okay. Uh, but a young guy. Young guy, big, strong. And Julian Hammond quote yeah. tweeted him uh, his uh, announcement that uh, Walker was going to enter the portal, basically telling him, come on through, man. Julian Hammond, for those who don't know, point guard on the basketball team. Yep. Who also went to Cherry Creek. Uh-huh. And then uh, Cam, Silman Craig... Quote tweeted O'Marion Cooper telling him to come on through too. Yeah, and he f- O'Marion Cooper like follows Coach Prime, Coach Cheney, Travis Hunter, Cam. I mean, it's a lock, man. Right. I hope so. That's enough up- to me. That's an upgrade over Nico Reed. Yeah, another four star. Yep. And there might be more on the way too. Yep. Uh, but we can talk about a five star cornerback. Let's. We talked about one yesterday. And uh, we talked about Ellis Robinson the fourth before, but he's well, I be... think as recently as yesterday, you thought Ellis Robinson was yeah off the board. Well, literally, I th- I said the quote, which was it's going to be pretty hard to pull him away from Georgia. Yep. Which he mentioned today in this twenty four seven sports article, but also mentioned that he is uh, open to being recruited, and that he invites coaches to take their best shot. Which is a hell of a quote. Yeah. A hell of a quote. I love that. Um, this comes just days after he visited Athens. So if we're reading between the lines here, I read wasn't blown away by his visit to Athens because if it was, if, if he was a, a Georgia lock and then he went on campus and it blew, blew him out of the water, then he would have said, yeah, this it's over. Don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. He came out of there saying, you know what? Maybe this isn't guaranteed to be the spot for me yeah i'm gonna take what all five visits well okay so he released the top five he said his plan was to still officially visit all the rest of those schools besides georgia Mm -hmm. but then in this article that came out he's added two more schools to his recruitment and that's florida state and usc interesting but you can only take five official visits i believe they changed that rule oh they did yeah you can take unlimited now Archaic. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So you can take unlimited official visits. Yeah. Damn, man. I would be on a American tour if I was a five-star recruit. That So this may not be in place yet, but it's coming like this summer, I think, at the latest. Okay. Like this is a very recent change. Man, get. I would do the whole thing. Arizona State, USC, UCLA, Colorado, like... You know, I'm going to Florida, Miami, Florida State, Texas, 
Just see every campus. Hawaii. Ole Miss. Hawaii. <laughs> um, speaking of Hawaii, that's where Oki Salavea uh, committed to. I'm hyped for him on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you Trying know, from American Samoa originally. Go uh, go play on the island. That's sick. For sure. Um, okay. But so yeah. Now Ellis Robinson and CL3 yes. in the mix. Could you imagine if they pulled both? Five star in 2021, five star in 20 or 22, five star in 23, two five stars in 24. That I guess that is the logical progression, right? He's got one each of the last two years. When does he start to get multiple? It's hey. going to happen. Yep. And then imagine three years down the road when there's multiple first round picks coming out of Colorado at corner, mm-hmm. which, by the way, a fun debate on the draft show last night because... Um, Our good friend, Zach Stevens, is an Alabama fan, and he claims Jalen Hurts as a Alabama quarterback. So I was like, cool, I guess we get Christian Gonzalez, first round pick for the bus. Let's Mm -hmm. go. (laughs) But in reality, I I don't believe that you got to wherever your degree or wherever you finish your college. Right. That is where you're from. Yeah, because you had to leave. (laughs) Right. And the Lincoln Riley effect is a lot more um tangible to point to than Alabama developing quarterbacks. (laughs) Right, for sure. Um, Congrats to Christian Gonzalez, though. Yes. Went a little lower than we thought. Man, Christian Gonzalez, when they played A&M at Mile High two years ago, Mm -hmm. Christian Gonzalez went crazy defending those insanely talented, um, you know, receivers, backs, tight ends that they all, you know, they're just... And he had an incredible quote afterwards, which was, we play man and we're not scared of anybody. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, we, we kind of have a little swagger. <laughs> yeah. We did happen to lose the game like 10 to 7 because we couldn't score a damn yep. touchdown. But the defense was sick. And then Nate Landman got hurt and it kind of all fell apart from there. Yeah. That was an ugly offensive football game. It was so bad. I mean, it was so electric in the stadium every time the defense would get like a three and out. Mm-hmm. And then the offense would just go out there and Brendan Lewis would give it right back. Yeah. Um, I remember, didn't Isaiah Spiller catch like the game-winning touchdown with like two minutes left in yeah, that like game? A little wheel route. Yeah. Um. All right. What else do we got? I don't think I've ever seen something put put in the chat more than Shane Hooks <laughs> decommitted has been put in the chat today. Uh, are you that or uh, what? What? What do you guys know about JUCO cornerback Anthony uh, Robinson? Yeah. No, that's like most all time. <laughs> yeah. This is most in one show. <laughs> Uh, damn! I love Sixteen million dollars guaranteed for Christian Gonzalez. Yep, unbelievable. He looked. I mean, he had a nice suit on last night too. Oh yeah, the all white. Yep, yep. Guys, ready to ball. Uh, shout out to Shador's number two barbecue sauce. It's a tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet molasses-style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar and fiery heat that finishes with a subtle smoky note. Barbecue sauce was created in partnership between Shador Sanders and PLB Sports and Entertainment. And right now, you, the listeners, can go to plbse.com and use the code ALLCITY at checkout, and you can get 10% off your order of Shador's number two barbecue sauce. Uh, We got to get some of this barbecue sauce here at the bar. Maybe we'll see it at some point uh, with a menu item, maybe. Yes, that is definitely the hope. And then shout out to Fubo TV. They have over 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. And it is the place to watch the Nuggets and Avs on Altitude Sports uh, tonight. Uh, the Avs, man, trying to stave off elimination already. 
You're wearing the good luck jersey. I did. I busted out the good luck. Joe Sack ignored Yeek's jersey. It's the last hope we have. How are you feeling? I don't know. <clears throat> like, people really don't like when I say this, but I don't... I've never... Like, we have a championship. The rings are still, like, hot off the presses. So I just, like... If they lose, that sucks. Mm -hmm. But it's not as heartbreaking as when you're in that climb. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's the cold, hard truth. Yeah. As I described it, if you spent 20 years trying to beat a video game and then you beat it, mm -hmm. the first thing you're going to do is you're not going to be that fired up to go start the video game over <laughs> <Right>. again. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you got to kind of want to enjoy the fact that you made it. The, they've had some really bad breaks. The whole Nuchushkin situation is crazy. But let's uh, let's fight. Cal McCarr's back tonight. Yep. Get one. Game seven in Denver. That sounds fun to me. Yes, it does. And you can watch it all happen on Fubo TV. Uh, no contract, no cable, no hassle. And you can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. That is www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. Ooh. What's up? I got something. Yes. So... We found this post that said one year and three days ago today, yeah, we hit 20,000 YouTube subscribers. That was an account at that time that was seven years old. Mm -hmm. One year since then, we are at 39,000 YouTube subscribers. And I figured, hey, why don't we just double that up today? So if you're watching and you haven't subscribed to the channel, it would be amazing if you could subscribe and help us hit that 40,000 number, doubling it in one year, an incredible, incredible achievement for us, all of the people who work so hard here at DNVR, um, and a huge, huge assist uh, to the man himself, Coach Prime. Yes. Um, because I looked again, and I saw that December 27th was when we hit 30,000. Mm -hmm. So that means in the Coach Prime era, pretty much all of that, another 10,000. Just incredible. So thank you guys so much. Also, someone I saw wrote, um, they saw me on Neely's channel today. Mm -hmm. um, hilarious conversation with Neely this morning because he texted us a screenshot of two potential thumbnails. One was me and one was <laughs> Coach Prime. And he was like, I almost went with this one, but I think I'm going to go with Coach Prime. <laughs> the obvious choice. And then I said SMH, bad decision or something along those lines. And then just for fun, he changed it to me. That's uh, amazing. So shout out Neely. That was funny. You're now firmly entrenched in the pregame show lore. You got yes. your own uh I got my thumbnail. own thumbnail. Maybe if he's smart, he'll change it back to Coach Prime. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but I saw some really, really nice comments in there about us and me. So thank you guys. Yeah, the support's been amazing. Uh, the support on Twitter has been amazing too. We're up like over 8k followers yeah on twitter which is insane which is like what 400 percent uh yeah i mean <laughs> i got the account and i think i was at 46 4700 before coach yeah. prime got here well and again you know we started all these accounts and all this stuff in 2015 yeah and so it's just crazy like the exponential growth over such a short period of time for obvious reasons but still incredible to see right all right, let's talk about some of the top players available in the transfer portal and try and figure out or maybe talk this out so that we can piece together some possible commitments. Um, we start, I'm going to start with the on three top 20 
Uh, top guy, I believe this is the top guy on 247 Sports Portal list too, is Jordan Hudson, the wide receiver out of TCU, the former four-star. Um, hasn't committed former five yet. Five-star, I think. Yes, former five-star, current four-star uh, transfer. Yep. Um, hasn't committed yet, but it's all but sounds like it's a lock to SMU for him. Okay. Um, so he's off the table. Next guy would be Jaleel Tucker, who was a cornerback for Oregon. Says he's so must be twenty twenty one. Um, but this guy six foot one eighty entered the portal on the seventeenth. Um, I can try and look up height and stuff real quick. But Oregon's had like a bit of an exodus too i mean i guess everyone has in this day and age mm-hmm. but uh oregon's gotten hit pretty hard by the portal i think yeah it's interesting i mean i think it's just the the downside of recruiting really well uh is you're just gonna have a lot of guys like the hardest thing in college football from here on out until they change the rules again which they probably will after mm-hmm. coach prime pulls this off yeah um the hardest thing is going to be maintaining depth and because you, if you're Oregon, you have four-star depth. And those four-star guys don't want to be depth. Right. You know, they were the stars of their high school teams. And so they see greener pastures, starting opportunities. And that's, that's what's working so well for Colorado right now. You know, you just go get these guys who are too good to not play, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, not good enough to play at the Blue Bloods. I don't know if Oregon's quite at that point, but, you know, right. they've always recruited really, really well. For sure. So 2022 four-star, 145th overall player, 17th overall cornerback. Um, ran a 10, 7, 8, 100 uh, meter dash. Yeah. How does a corner not want to play for Colorado? At, at this, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Other than seeing Travis and Cormani, I guess. Right. I, th- I mean, I guess playing time maybe yeah. probably isn't the best here because of those two guys. But... Yeah. Um, I mean, not many other coaches uh, have the cachet that Coach Prime does, yep. especially in that area. Also, shout out to everyone who helped blow up that graphic we put out yesterday, the infographic. Yeah. It got tons of traction. Uh, and just, you know, put it in the back pocket for whenever someone has a dumb take. <laughs> I'll just say uh, I've seen a lot of mentions of uh, people getting added. Like, Quote tweeting it. Yep. Yeah, I have too. Yep. Smart. Uh, it's and of sure. course, those people just ignore it, you know. Oh, yeah. A lot of people also asking for do the one with the, the added players because that's such a fluid situation right now. We have to wait right. at least a little while to see yeah. who they're going to add or else we'd be updating it every single day. Um, so we will do it. I think that there were some other other teams fans who thought that that would be like um, a bad thing. Like they were like, oh, yeah, now show the players who are coming in. It's like. The players that are coming in already have more production than all of these yes. people combined. Yes. Um, people just don't know what they're talking about with this team, man. Someone pointed out, Xavier Weaver, more yards than all the wide receivers yes. combined. Isn't that insane? I go, I, that's another post we should do, because I did the Alt- Alton McCaskill one. Right. Should go with guys who are actually on the team. Yeah, legitimately. And then Jimmy Horn is just like taking his game to another level since then, so yep. you can expect him to probably... Even top what Weaver put up last year. Shane they have a Hooks. better quarterback. Shane Hooks, if he comes. Yeah. 10 touchdowns. Oh, for sure. Crazy. Over. Um, next guy. Next two guys. Quarterbacks. And they need a quarterback for sure now. Yeah. 
going to be hard to get one of these guys. Yep. Um, so top quarterback, according to on three, is Ben Bryant. And this guy profiles kind of what Neely was talking about, a veteran guy who can maybe accept being the backup quarterback. Uh, redshirt senior, 6'3", 190. Uh, obviously, Desmond Ritter played a lot the previous years, and he's transferring out for a reason. So uh, there's a potential option. He is the top quarterback, according to on three, though. There's no way the top quarterback goes anywhere to be a, a backup. Just no way. And he wouldn't, I don't think he would be transferring if he wants to stay a backup. And that's going to be the hardest thing for the Buffs is they might have to find a guy who either is really young and so can see the path to how it can work out at CU for him or a guy who wants to get closer to home, something along those lines. Like this is going to be, a, this is the one I have the most questions about. I don't doubt Coach Prime's ability to recruit, anything like that. I doubt someone's willingness to transfer to be a backup, which, if we're being completely honest, couldn't be more clear at Colorado, maybe more as much as any of, you know, tied with 10 other schools in the country where it's so obvious yeah. who their starting quarterback is. Um, next guy is Brady Allen. He was a former Purdue quarterback. This guy's only a redshirt freshman, though, and... With already having Ryan Staub and Kaysen Wiseman on the roster mm -hmm. right now, uh, redshirt freshman, maybe not the best option for backup quarterback. But goes to what I was saying about he can he can envision, okay, well, you know, I'll eventually be the starter. That right. That's something that you can tell him. Right. Um, you know, we're looking at you as a long-term solution, whatever that may be. So... I, I look to that, uh, honestly, more. Speaking of transfer quarterbacks. Yes, I was going to bring it up. Oh, baby. <laughs> Nebraska quarterback Casey Thompson hits the portal. And Casey Thompson, Buffs fans will remember because he started. Or no, he didn't start. Um, Gosh, what was that horrible quarterback for the Colts name who went to Texas? Um. Anyways, he came in in relief after an injury to Texas's quarterback against the Buffs in the Alamo Bowl, Casey Thompson did, and he carved us. He was awesome in the game. Um, him and B. Sean Robinson, like it was, mm -hmm. it was tough. It was a tough one for us. Um, and then he went to Nebraska, where I thought he was pretty solid last year. Um, you know, nothing crazy, but 63% completions, 2,400 yards, 17 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. And when I watched those games, I was like, man, this kid is really capable of, like, making big throws. Mm -hmm. um, he's making great throws to Trey Palmer down the field, blah, blah, blah. When I thought of this game, I was like, man, if Casey Thompson takes the next step, that, that's going to be a tough, you know, right. a tough quarterback. Now, what Nebraska fans are saying is that this guy was brought in by Matt Rule. You know, this, this kid transferred in Jeff Sims. And they're like, well, he was the clear starter. How? Bro has JT Shroud-ass stats. 58% <laughs> completions, 1,100 yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions? Yep. On 188 attempts. So it's not like like when I first read that, I'm like, oh, he must have only played right. spot duty. No, because the year before, he also had 188 attempts, 12 touchdowns, seven interceptions. And Nebraska fans are like, oh, yeah, well, he was going to be the starter anyway. That's why Casey transferred. What? I just like if there was a line, the line just moved multiple points to me. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Jeff Sims, 
Ellinger, there it was. Yeah, Sam Ellinger. Ellinger. <laughs> I already forgot that. I already Bro, forgot about that dude. Watching him play for the Colts was that was rough. rough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, he's not a good quarterback. So but, Tony says Jeff Sims is an elite athlete. I looked at his rushing stats. He had like 400 rushing yards. Okay, so that's the only like I think thing. If you're, of course, they're not watching, but a Nebraska fan would be in support of Jeff. They probably Sims. are watching. They think about us a lot. Yeah, that's true. Is that he is very athletic, but also Thompson was athletic too, though. I uh, yeah, very. Like, so I don't understand how to how you it, rationalize this is better. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just the way they're rationalizing it is well, this was Matt Rule's guy. He's mm. this is the guy that he went out and got. I'm like, all right, good luck with that. <laughs> Uh, good luck, Nebraska. Casey Thompson, I bet you, goes to a big school and, and starts. I wonder who he uh, goes to now at this point. He's I don't looking know. for a starting quarterback right I now. I mean, Alabama, Alabama just gets everyone, but yeah. they have like f- six quarterbacks. Oh, and they just got... That uh, are all like four stars or better. The Notre Dame kid, Buckner, yep. I think. Yep. I wonder if they would have gone after him had this happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But that adds another wrinkle to the portal. Um, I so mean, yeah, everyone's saying he's a running quarterback. His running stats aren't very good. I mean, he's got only I already changed pages. His leading like year of rushing was his freshman season, and it wasn't even 500 yards, it was 492, 4.1 yards per carry. Yeah, so <laughs> he's not a, I mean, I'm sure he is a dual threat mm-hmm. for sure. You know, you got to be able to run to put up 400 yards, but not a. You know, a oh god, what was that kid's name for uh, Arizona who just killed us? Khalil Tate. Yes, like that's a running quarterback. Yeah, he put up damn. He actually almost put up 400 yards on us. Mm -hmm. Literally rushed for over 300 yards in a game against us. It's amazing. It's not amazing. It was terrible. You just never hear about (laughs) a quarterback running for 300. And like in the same game, Philip Lindsay went for like 280. That's insane. Crazy game. Man, rip that Arizona hype from that team because <laughs> they were, we were talking uh, Khalil Tate Heisman the yeah, year after yeah. for a week and stuff. Khalil like, Tate would have won the Heisman unanimously if he played Colorado every week. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> multiple people could have done that the last Probably. few years. <laughs> um, all right. Next guy we'll talk about is Lorenzo Styles Jr. Wait, uh, what? what is going on? Former Notre Dame. <laughs> All these Shane Hooks people? Is that what you're... No, they said well, They said uh, his stats won't be good, of course. Look at his competition. He plays Georgia every year, but he plays in the ACC. I mean, I'm sure there's a Georgia Tech-Georgia rivalry, but that's not the SEC. No. The ACC is... It's okay, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, he's playing in the Big Ten now. Yeah. That's har- that's arguably a, a better conference. Yep. Actually, not even arguable. It is a better conference. It is. Uh, Lorenzo Styles Jr., former Notre Dame receiver, entered the portal, I believe, just a few days ago um, on the 21st. This was a four-star 2021 recruit. This guy, um, I think he did a little bit on the field. Yeah, so last year, only 30 receptions, 340 yards, one touchdown. Maybe not the size that we're, we keep talking about and looking for. I mean, 6'1", 180 is pretty average, I feel, so... Yeah. Standard wide receiver. Um, the next guy... Get the homie Will uh, putting in work for us. What's up, Will? Get those like numbers up, okay, baby. What is that? A senior pick? <laughs> yeah, his graduation <laughs> picks. These kids coming up for him. <laughs> um, 
Isaac Ukwu is number six on on threes list. Yeah, need. Need him. The next guy after that is a guy who's visiting this weekend. Cameron Johnson. Mm, big need. Yep. Him and uh, Travante Sylvester, so- I think. Sounds right. Sylvester, I know for sure, is the yes. last name, but he is also visiting. Um, after that is Marcus Washington, the cornerback from Georgia who entered the portal. I think we talked about at least once. Trey, uh, Trey Has Quan- he been connected with Colorado at all? Or is that just I don't me think doing so. it in my brain? Yeah, we haven't seen much Georgia connections yep. uh, yet. Uh, Traquan Fegans, after that, former Alabama cornerback. Uh, he's got a 100% little meter thing on here to USC, however. Okay. Um... Where else do we go? Buffs have a good shot at an Alabama transfer of their own. Yes, they do. Um, also, Anthony Campbell is on this list. 6'7", 283, Edge. Damn. Keep your eye on him. Okay, I will. He'll be hard um, to miss. Yep. Alton McCaskill is here at 18th. Uh, Savelle Smalls, the guy we talked about yesterday, former five-star, 23 here. Casey Thompson's in at 27 on this list. So there you go. So it's interesting with Alton McCaskill because he still has a crystal ball to Boulder. Yes. But a lot of people are freaking out because he is at Arizona. He take a, took a visit to Arizona State. I wouldn't worry too much. Yeah. Until the crystal balls start flipping. Yes. It's nice in Phoenix this time of year. Sure is. <laughs> it's also now nice in Denver. It is. And Beautiful Boulder. day today, by the way. We're about to go on a heater, quite literally. Um, 70s, 80s. This weekend, for the guys visiting, 72, 68, 73. If we just had this last weekend, man. Tough break. I wonder uh, if some things would be different. Everything happens for a reason. That's true. Um, another guy who is uh, relevant... At 34, Cam Robertson, the edge out of North Texas, uh, was a freshman last year, 6'4", 220. Uh, on their little, I don't even know what the hell to call this thing, man. It just says 57.4% to SMU. Uh, 57.4. 30, these numbers don't even add up. 38% to CU, too. God damn so it. So I'm pretty 30. sure... <laughs> I'm pretty sure the way they do it is like one person says how sure they are that it's going to happen. So they're basically just crystal ball predictions. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm 38% sure he's going to Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to put a number on it? Um, That's about it, though, man. Um, Of course, there's more players in the portal, but uh, Sivion Wilkerson's on this list, number 47. Who is the guy? uh, Did we talk about him who removed himself from the portal? Oh, Farmer. Yes. Okay, so he was... I just scrolled past his name. He was uh, Joshua Farmer... The 6'3", 250-pound defensive lineman out of Florida State has withdrawn his name from the portal. Um, so he'll be back in Tallahassee, sounds like. And So, uh, first of all, I don't think Coach Prime is going to ever play this game. But I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing guys enter the portal, find out what their NIL value is, go back to the school that they were <laughs> transferring from and say, hey, you know, um, SMU is offering me 50K to come there. Can you match? And if they say yes, then they go back. Yep. But you kind of, le- when you hit the portal, you you get the opportunity to learn what people are willing to pay for you. Yep. Which is a crazy thing to be saying about college football in, these, in this day and age. But it's the truth. But 
Coach Prime, you know, at least to this point, has been pretty staunch on if you enter the portal, you're not coming back here. Right. Yeah. Uh, so on real quickly, just on 247 sports list, uh, just because this is relevant, Shane Hooks already listed as the 10th best available uh, portal player. Wow. And then number two and number three, uh, Jordan Tyson, Montana Limonis, Craig, interestingly enough. Okay. Um, okay. I think that's too high for them, just being honest. That is uh, pretty high, honestly. Yeah. Jo- again, Jordan Tyson, that's the biggest question mark to me. He, If he was healthy, I would support that. Mm-hmm. If he was healthy, I don't think he would be leaving. Right. Um, I want to talk about this before we get to questions, but you guys get your questions in right now. Uh, the NFL draft, of course, last night. First overall pick, Bryce Young. But the odds for the 2024 NFL draft have come out, right? Yes. And you know who showed up? Mr. Shador Sanders. Mm, wow. Plus 6,000. Granted, extreme long shot because Caleb Williams is projected. He's like already minus 450. I was going to say. Um, but he's on the list. He's like 10th, 10th, I think. So that's on what the I was going to ask yeah. is where does he rank? He's ahead of Bo Nix. As his chances, I mean, the fact that he's, people are thinking of him when they think who is going to be the number one overall pick next year is mm-hmm. pretty special. Yeah. Um, of course, we would theorize that he would stay for his senior year, but heck, if he plays well enough to be considered in the number one overall pick conversation, then uh, I, I would adv- like I would be so happy for him. I mean, if he plays well enough to be in the number one overall pick conversation, things went pretty well this next season. I it mean, was a it good season. Means you probably beat USC head to head. Yeah. Um, won the Pac-12 Heisman conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Uh, who else is on this list below Shador? Uh, Grayson McCall, JJ McCarthy, Brock Powers for some reason. Blake Corum. Um, and then ahead of him, I mean, Quinn Ewers, KJ Jefferson, all the quarterbacks. Marvin Harrison Jr., of course, too. Blake Corum is like my favorite style of running back to watch. He's so sick. So sick. He's so dope. Just like extremely low center of gravity, kind of like small. Shifty, yeah, a little jitterbug. Yeah. Oh, man. I love Blake Corum. All right. Shout out to our friends over at. uh, the Affinity Park and the American Raptors. Um, If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. The American Raptors compiled of athletes from all over the sports world, former football players, basketball players, uh, track stars. Uh, If you yourself, as I said, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park if you are a former athlete and want to keep on Going through with your athletic career, uh, American Raptors games are free to watch on their website, and tickets are just ten dollars. Uh, they're streamed live on ESPN Plus, and you can see plenty more from Rugby Town USA. Shout out to the American Raptors, and then also shout out to our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. We have the Mountain Beach Sour on tap here, and it's pretty amazing. That's yep. all I gotta say. <clears throat> Had some Avalanche Ambers last night on the draft show. Mm-hmm. Strawberry Sky. Doesn't so, miss, man. Yep. Um, then we're about to hit another few uh, Breckenridge brews here for day two of the NFL draft, and you too can have some Breck Brew. Head on over to www.breckbrew.com and use their beer locator to find 
out where you can find a Breck Brew near you. Again, www.breckbrew.com. Love Breckenridge Brewery. Will you scroll up a little, Alyssa? Keep going. Keep going. Right there. James's comment. So did you all see the USA Today Pac-12 power rankings? They got Cal and Stanford above CU. I did not see this. I heard CU was dead last in this. This is wild to me, Jake. Just honestly, just the quarterback position should put them seventh at the lowest. Yeah, man. But people are sleep sleeping. And it goes into one last thing that I wanted to talk about on the sports book side of things, which is mm. Colorado and TCU line is up on DraftKings Sportsbook, the sportsbook that we use. And it is a dumbfounding number. 20 and a half. 20 and a half point favorites TCU over Colorado week one. The national narrative on the buffs is falling way too hard for the quote-unquote exodus mm-hmm. um, and thinking that that means that this team is somehow going to take a step back. Like, that's what I'm getting from this. You're putting Colorado below Cal. They beat Cal last year. Uh, they Do you want to hear what they said, what they wrote? But with this much upheaval on a team that won one game last year, it's hard to sort out where this year's victories come from. Why do you think there was upheaval? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Because the players wild. sucked. They won one game. They're not leaving because they don't like Coach Prime. It's the other way around. <laughs> oh, it's so insane. Just, like, pay attention a little bit. It's crazy, man. But I'll, I'm going to uh, hammer that 20 and a half. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll, I will take that to the bank because all that's going to happen is the Buffs are going to fill out this roster, and then eventually, I assume, someone will come to their senses and say, oh, they actually replaced players who were not playing on a 1-11 team with players who were actually playing for other teams. Mm-hmm. Is there a money line out? No, I wish there was. I wish there was. Soon. But it is... I just don't understand that people aren't seeing what is actually going on. Mm-hmm. Especially because Coach Prime has said it so blatantly. I mean, they literally put Colorado below Stanford, who is literally still deal- dealing with the transfer restrictions that held Colorado down for so long. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Absolutely crazy. Um, all right. Question time. James, with any new news on the two Houston players, McCaskill and uh, Rodman? Not yet. Nope. Eric, with the question, do you think Coach Prime talks to other players, telling them if you enter the portal, there's a place for you here? Uh, Who knows? Yeah. It's close to Tamford in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have we got from Angela? RK, how does it feel to be on the first video that has Coach Prime saying, give me my theme music? Uncle Neely video catches a classic moment in the CU locker room. Amazing. Amazing. It feels incredible. <laughs> I, I, I'm just laughing that Neely went through with it because um, we were joking about it. But uh, pretty cool. Yeah. We clipped it and put it out on DNVR Buffs Twitter. You can see it. Uh, the theme music. We saw it coming for a little while and uh, it slaps. Yes, it does. I can't wait, man. I know. It's going to be fun. You know, I can't wait for that to drop 
before the TCU game when the real team is there. Uh-huh. I noticed like a little bit of trepidation yes. from the players in yes. that locker room who probably knew that was the last time they were putting on a Colorado yep. uniform. Yep, probably a little bittersweet moment right then for them there, huh? Yeah, I think so. They'll figure it out. They'll iron it out. I'm sure when they're walking out of the locker rooms in Fort Worth in September, they'll be uh, oh yeah, they'll be all in unison and ready to go. Also, like I am so fascinated to see how many Colorado fans end up in that stadium. They're trying to stop it from happening, but what what they what they won't be able to stop is all the Coach Prime fans who live in Dallas. Yep. Which, by the way, other than Denver, Dallas is the number one city that watches this show. It's crazy. So there's a lot, a lot of prime fans in Dallas who are now Buffs fans who are going to be there in black and gold. And you just, you won't be able to stop them from getting tickets. Right. You know, you can do like area codes and this, that, and the other thing. You're not going to be able to stop people from your own backyard from getting tickets to cheer for the other team. Uh, This whole stadium, I don't even know what TCU Stadium is going to be called, but it's going to be black and gold that night. It's going to be overwhelming, honestly. And did you see the attendance at their spring game? No. It was ugly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it wasn't 47,000. No, it wasn't even 4.7 thousand. Oh, wow. That bad. Yeah. A team that went to the playoff and a team that won one game. I just don't really... Uh, people in Dallas could tell me better. I don't think they have that much of a core. Yeah. So the people that probably came on were kind of hopping on the bandwagon. Yeah. Well, now Max Duggan's gone and all the stars are gone. And Yep. And it is a spring game, which normally doesn't really attract exactly. anything, any, anything for anyone but the, you know the classic college football programs. Right. Dallas, Texas, checking in, in the comments too. Let's go. Uh, you can throw that up. What's the biggest need for this team? Uh, defensive line at this point. Other, but I mean they've added three guys there in the last. I think offensive two days? line. Really. Just because I'll never forget that the fact that Coach Prime said. This, the team that we have now is not the team that we're playing with in Dallas was a question referring directly to the offensive line. Mm-hmm. So I don't I think they want to replace left tackle. Um, and I think they want to replace right guard. And I don't necessarily think anyone else is safe either. Mm-hmm. Backup quarterbacks, another position in need. Yep. Um wide receiver obviously at this point but you could even just say left tackle is the biggest need true fair uh jared with the question do you guys know some commits that haven't announced i've heard some things maybe (laughs) uh carpet tech with the super chat record 11 and 1 uh usc 10 and 2 Okay, so USC 11-1, 10-2 Oregon, 9-3 Utah, no less. We have a Pro Bowl team, believe that. Is Carpet Tech where some of the transfers out are transferring to? <laughs> They're definitely getting offers from there. <laughs> um, we have a Pro Bowl team, believe that. Let's go. Yes, sir. Are we coming? Uh, from Oz Maldonado. So... How do we get a more season back up to number two when the quarterbacks in the portal are because they want to start? It's a hell of a mystery to solve. Someone will want to come. I think so too. I mean, you, what I was like, we were watching um, uh, a, the tape of a guy 
who we heard might be visiting this week. Don't mm-hmm. want to uh, spoil anything. If you want to see it, go over to Adam's website. Want to yeah. have respect for um, the you know news that he breaks over there and um, keeps for his paying subscribers. Something that I, I feel is right to do. Uh, but so a, a guy coming from the lower levels who looked like a beast, and then I was I was like, man, look at that quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's making some throws. Uh, maybe it's something like that. You get a you know an FBS transfer who wants to go up and you know and play in the Pac-12 and play for a bigger university, or you get a Division II guy who is tearing it up there who wants his who wants to you know go play in a stadium of fifty thousand. Um, yeah, man, it's tough. A lot of these guys have already committed. Uh, the top twenty-five, it looks, it seems, have already committed. They'll find someone. They'll figure it out. Uh, Nathan with the question, crazy thought, could Tyler Brown convert to nose tackle? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, could he? Maybe. Potentially. Would he? No. Yeah. Should he? Probably not. Right. Um. D. Lee. Hey, guys. Isn't it crazy how quickly Shador went from can he play at the Power 5 level to top early potential pick for the draft next year. Hashtag we coming. Yeah, I mean, I certainly never questioned if he could play at the power five level. Mm-hmm. But there were people out there who did. And I think there, there's two, there's honestly like two types of people, which is the people who don't or are still wondering if he's going to be able to make that tradition transition. Or there's people like us who are just like, how high, how high is he going to rise? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the spring game, that looked like a guy completely comfortable. Yep. Used to the like flow and speed of the game. Like There was nothing that he had trouble with, honestly. What was he, 16 of 18? 16 and 19, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He was slinging. Yes, he did. He was, and he made some throws, pressure yeah. in his face, deep throws, sideline Ran throws. Ran one in. Like, yeah. I mean. He put the whole bag on display. At ha- uh, You know, not even at desperation speed, you know? Right. Yep. Giggity with the question, has anyone mentioned that Shane Hooks decommitted? Uh, no, no one's mentioned that yet. He did? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, and Jamel with the question, uh, yes, we. D- I saw Sean Camp's gift to uh, Bucky on Well Off. Uh, that looked sick. Yeah, that, I thought ours looked dope, yep. but Bucky's is... Well, it's because his is a more intricate kind of right, logo. Right. Ours is very, you know, uh, simplistic. Yeah. That was crazy. How long do you think those take to make? So, um, Allie and I, when we moved into our first apartment together, she like saw a, a video of someone doing that and was like, we should do this. So we did it with a world map and still have it. And it looks nice, not nearly as nice as those, but it took over a week and you're like hammering nails and we got like a noise complaint from our <laughs> downstairs neighbor from hammering nails and but the hardest part, and I'm sure, you know, um, the girl who made that for us, the woman who made that for us has all the right gear. But like the hardest part was threading the thing and then like getting like rope burn on your fingers. Mm. So it took us forever. Had to make like three different trips to Michael's to get more thread. <laughs> yep. But man, she did an incredible job with those. And like the intricacy and the la- layers to all the threads and mm-hmm. The little like spiral in the DNVR uh, sunset is just thing of beauty. Um, yeah, we retweeted one or uh, I think a couple of tweets of Sean's uh, 
I don't know who it is he knows that actually makes these, but uh, like the process of making them. Yeah, the the time lapse was yeah. just insane. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. Anything else? This was an amazing week of the show. Um, yes. The best week ever for this show. Yes, over 100,000 views on the show this week. Just unbelievable. Um, shout out to everyone who kind of, you know, found us in the midst of the drama. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everyone who found us because uh, we were on the pregame show last week. You know, we put the show on that channel. Uh, or however you, you came and joined us again we're we're trying to push hard to hit that 40,000 subscriber uh, number so if you're new and you're just checking out the show we would really really appreciate it if you subbed but man to everyone who already has and has been rolling with us uh, another banner week another special uh, special one for the books yep we just keep stacking them it seems yep we'll do it again next week we're not even in the fall yet either <laughs> that's man. crazy um we're gonna be doing our uh draft watch along live here pretty soon too so if you guys want to come hang out with us we'll be there very shortly see you in 25 minutes talking broncos let's go buffs let's go buffs